subtle skills, big results. Welcome to the Ninja Selling Podcast. Welcome back to the Ninja Selling Podcast. Matt and Garrett are back with you again. We're excited to be spending our morning and time with you. Morning for us, time for you guys. Who knows where you are in your day, but we're excited to be there with you. If you want to know more about what we're talking about today in the background of where all of our thoughts and inspiration comes from, go check out ninjaselling.com. If you want to learn more about this amazing group that follows the podcast, please go to the Ninja Selling Podcast on Facebook and you will get linked up with a massive group of amazing people and their thoughts, their ideas. And you can also help them along the path as well as they can help you along the path of Ninja. And if you want to go check out our coaching program, go to Ninja coaching.com. You will find approximately 30 amazing coaches there. and We can help you also personally along your path of Ninja. Matt, good morning, sir. How are you today? Good morning. I'm great. It's amazing. People helping people. It's a, it's a beautiful thing. It's awesome. I'm great, man. I'm great. You know, had a fun 4th of July celebration yesterday. You know, got to watch some awesome fireworks and celebrate the red, white, and blue. And so it was great. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. We had a very quiet 4th of July for us. It was great. No complaints at all. But uh, both my wife and I got done with the end of the 4th of July day and we're like, what a different day this was compared to... I've been married to my wife for 22 years and uh, it was one of those moments where we're like, that was the oddest 4th of July we've ever had. Not bad, just totally different. <laughs> different sometimes is good. I mean, I guess that's also... It changes as your kids get older too and what... You know, are you involved in their things? Are they involved in your things, or is it just no one's involved in either things? Well, I'll, I'll share. I'll share a little insight with you. Sarah's parents are at a place that we're kind of helping them with more and more stuff around their house, and we spent most of our day taking a old filing cabinet and making duplicate files for another filing cabinet that can go upstairs because they can't walk upstairs. So we have dueling filing cabinets now for all the files that we're all agreed upon that they haven't been looked at in 10 years. So we made duplicate files for files that haven't been looked at in 10 years. And I looked at Tara and I said, I'm either doing something wrong or he's doing something wrong with his files right now. And I'm not sure which one, but I'm not going to argue. Let's make duplicates. <laughs> That's what we spent our 4th of July doing. Wow. That is <laughs> outrageously exciting, man. I wish I could have been there for that. Oh, it was a party. It was a party. <laughs> <laughs> Might have dropped a firework or two in one of those filing cabinets. <laughs> I was here. really close to having an accident and having one fall down the stairs. I'd be like, I don't know what to do with that now. <laughs> We're all good though. Oh, well, I guess we got to go home and do something else now. <laughs> well, speaking of things that are fun to do, we're going to talk about puzzles today, right? You came up, you you brought this great topic and... um that made me think of puzzles. I was like, oh, filing cabinet. But puzzles are more fun if you're a puzzle person. If you're not a puzzle person, this episode is still going to be fun. You just may not like the reference as much, which actually could be a reason why the reference is important. So I'm going to stop talking in circles on this one. You're and looping. Toss it over to you and say, hey, all right, shake it up. Pour out the pieces. What are we talking about? This puzzle. Well, okay. So this started, I was on a coaching call this last week and a gentleman I was working with, we were talking about, and this actually has come up numerous times in this marketplace. People have said to me, you know, deals feel a little bit more like a, like a push right now. They're not as easy to make come together. I, it feels like they're a little bit more of a struggle in getting somebody from that moment they're talking about buying or selling to the actual closing table. 
and I said, yeah, the game is, has really changed right now for a lot of people. And their, their reasons about why they're buying or selling has really changed. And their thought process behind all of this, their uh, levels of pain and pleasure has drastically changed while going through this. Confusion levels have changed. So you start taking all these different elements and putting together. And I said, you know, the, the puzzle is different. So let, let's for a second just think about it. Like if you go back to the last couple of years, depending on the situation, for the most part, they've been pretty simple puzzles to put together. There's not a whole lot of uh, dynamic things of confusion, let's say. I mean, there's people that were like, I want to buy a house and I don't know how to buy a house right now. But they were at least willing to play and they wanted to jump in and they wanted to figure it out. The ones that didn't, I mean, realtors and clients didn't make it very far. But the ones that did jump in and want to play the game, the pieces were there. They could figure it out how to do it. It's a fairly simple puzzle. Uh, same thing on the sell side. Really simple puzzle here for most people the last couple of years. We're dealing with some more pieces now, Matt. <laughs> the box that we've decided when we say, let's, let's buy or sell real estate. When we go to the cabinet and we pull out the boxes of you know, all the puzzles that are there. Currently, right now, the puzzles that are in the closet that we're pulling out have more pieces. The pictures are a little bit more complex. There's a little bit more going on here. They're not impossible. You all know those puzzles. When I brought this- It's like a 2,000-piece puzzle of the ocean. It's like, oh, it's a picture of blue and 2,000 pieces. Wonderful. Somebody <laughs> said there's a Heinz 57 puzzle out there. And what it is, it's just ketchup poured out on a canvas. And that's what the puzzle is. It's just like shades of red. <laughs> like that, that, those are really, really, really difficult. These puzzles are, they're able to be done right now, but we need to be prepared, Matt. And this is why I want to talk to this, put this on the table right now is like, we need to understand that you're, the puzzles of the past are just not there right now. And that's okay. Yeah. It's amazing that with puzzles in general, right? I mean, if I'm thinking about just sitting down to do a puzzle in real life, not the metaphor, you do have to be ready to sit down and, okay, this is going to take some time. This might take multiple days. Like, how do I want to set this up? Like getting that big piece of cardboard out so that we can maybe move that puzzle off the table because we're going to want to eat dinner later and we're not going to be done with the puzzle. And just having that mindset of going into it, and it's interesting as we start to go through these ninja coaching spotlights that we're starting to record, um, which we're going to be releasing into the podcast and into our Facebook group, just the two we've done so far, the theme has been mindset and focus and knowing, hey, this is the game that I'm getting into. And even the days that it's tough, I know what's coming and I'm going to show up and do my business and run my business. And that's the way it is with a puzzle, whether it's going to be harder or not harder. And like, yeah, I agree with you. I think there there are more challenging components to this marketplace than there were in yesteryears. And there's always going to be different challenges and more challenges that come on with any market change as well, right? Like we maybe, it was easy to quote, maybe make money in 21, spring 21. It was hard to put deals together, but there was so much activity going on and everybody wanted to buy you know, it was like, all right, well, if we can just grab a hold of something and hang on tight, you know, it's going to be rough, but we're going to make some money. Whereas when you think about the puzzle element, it's like, okay, I need to not only be prepared with my mindset, but I need to be prepared with my actions as well, which is something that a lot of people kind of just like have put away in the closet and are just 
you know, waiting for things to appear and then take action versus planning ahead for them to take action, right? It's like, what's your plan to put together that puzzle of ketchup? <laughs> well, and, I, and again, I'm so excited that you're going down that path to begin with, because I think that that mindset of, am I ready right now to do a puzzle is is huge. And there's a lot of people right now that are looking at this marketplace and they're not even wanting to get into the mindset of let's let's figure out a puzzle right now. They're looking for the easy boxes. They're digging through the closet going like, no, that one's too hard. That one's too hard. That one's too hard. Okay, where's where's all the easy puzzles right now? It's like the easy puzzles all got they got taken to goodwill. I'm sorry. Like they're gone. We cleaned the <laughs> we cleaned the closet out. They're all gone for the moment. And we have the 30 piece pictures of a home. Those puzzles aren't there. <laughs> Which then the the cool part is is once you dump all those pieces out on the table and you start working through it. Every person who's listening to this right now, and if you haven't, call me. But if you've, every person who's listening has done a puzzle at some point in their life, and hopefully you guys have had a chance to do it. What are you going to tell them? And they call you and be like, I've never done a puzzle. <laughs> I will send you a puzzle just, just so this all makes sense. So you're like, oh, that's what they're talking about. You know, every single puzzle, as you put it together and as you work through it, there's certain parts of it that come together with ease. There's certain chunks of that puzzle, certain corners of it, certain pieces that just like all of a sudden it's like, oh, that one filled out really nice. And you can see all the colors. Maybe there's a certain section that only has red and you can go and find all the red pieces and build that section out really quick. Oh, I'm looking for green now. And you pull out. That might be the loan. That might be going through you know, the property inspections and things like that. Like Every element of this puzzle is a little bit different as you start putting these pieces together. And I think if you could start looking at these transactions in that way and say, okay, what are the parts of this piece right now that are going to be my easy parts that are going to come together? And what are the parts that are going to take a little bit more time for me to sit and figure out and try to construct here so we can get these people where they want to go? It's not all just oh, this is all just one easy, simple puzzle we're going to put. And I'm not trying to tell anybody that this is doom and gloom or hard out here or whatnot. If your mindset's in the right spot to do a puzzle, oh my gosh, that can be super enjoyable trying to figure it out and figuring it out. Well, you know, as I was thinking about this, you know, one thing in having a process and, and knowing like being ready to get into this is knowing what the end looks like. Right. I mean, the first thing that most people do when they pour the puzzle pieces out is look at the box and say, oh, that's what I'm trying to accomplish. Like, it's very clear. This is the photo that we are putting together here. And when we're working with clients, a lot of people, and we've talked about this on uh, in different ways on recent episodes, but this is still, I think, a very common challenge out there is really uncovering what is the goal of our buyers and sellers. What does that final picture look like? And to discover that, we need to have a detailed buyer or seller process, which we've given to you. It's the Ninja Selling System. You can go buy the book on Amazon and have the complete system for you right there. You can also listen to this podcast and piece it all together. We've had Larry on talking about the system. like It's all there. But there are the nuances of really making sure, hey, do I have the complete picture? Or do I have a kind of like, does my final picture look like a puzzle, which it shouldn't? The final picture should be clear. And the other side of this is not only us being prepared to go through this process, but also making sure, are my clients prepared to go through this process? 
and understand all the elements, particularly with sellers right now in certain segments of the market when they're like, oh, the homes aren't selling. Like, must just be this this segment of the market, this price range. It's like, or we haven't looked at the complete picture and we're only looking at a certain part of this and we're missing some other pieces that are going to help us create a path towards where we really want to go or where the clients really want to go. And that's what this, the first element of this is so important, knowing where we want to go. And, and that's part of puzzle making too. So Matt, just for fun, let's, let's imagine this. So when you're working with a client, the success ratio that if we have one box and one puzzle and we both get the same box to look at, we can see the picture of the puzzle and we get to work together with building this puzzle. And by the way, everybody's involved in this. There's not just you and your buyer or seller. There's other parties in this also that you can bring in to make sure that we're all building this puzzle together. Uh, we're all on the same picture. We all got the same map here. Now I want you to take that same scenario, but remove the box top. We have a whole bunch of pieces. We're sitting here with you know, buyer or seller and whoever else is involved. And uh, But we don't really know what the picture looks like. We're just trying to find in these puzzle pieces things that look like for like and what might be some sort of shape and what's going the success ratio of getting this puzzle put together drops dramatically Yeah, when all of a sudden there's no picture. Now let's take it even farther for a second. We dump one puzzle out. We throw that box top away. We get three different box tops that are similar colors, and we hand those out, and nobody can peek at each other's box top. We're going to give one to one person. One to one seller, one to the other seller, and then we get a different box top and we have all these pieces and we're set on the task to build the puzzle now. You want to talk about scenario that's absolutely impossible as I'm trying to build something because I think I need those pieces for this part of my puzzle and they think they need those pieces for a different part of their puzzle and they think they need those pieces for a different part of a puzzle because one is sure that they're building a flag over here and I know for a fact I'm building a flower garden. Like We are back and forth fighting now over what is this thing that we're trying to build. The sad part is a lot of these the situations that we're in right now, these realtors are dealing with is scenario two and three. They either have different box tops because of this marketplace and what they're trying to accomplish and what's going on out here, or they have no box top because they just haven't asked enough questions and nobody really knows what's going on. But if you can create that first scenario, one box top, one puzzle, very, very clear, which is the Sweet 16 listing presentation, and the 10-step buyer's process is specifically designed to get people into the place where we have one box top, we have one puzzle we're working on, and we're going to work on this thing to put this together. And that's typically where I find that the breakdown happens for most people in this marketplace. I agree. You have these different results that in people, they're, they're playing different games, ultimately, but they think they're playing the same game. And since we're going deep on this analogy, I'll also bring this in too. Sometimes you're also you know, feeding out pieces, little bits at a time, like you're not opening the box and dumping it out. Like you open the box and like all the pieces are separated in all these different little plastic bags and you're just like opened up one of them and you're trying to build the entire puzzle with just a section of the pieces. You should try this with Victoria. You should build a puzzle <laughs> with Victoria and just sit down. How old's Victoria now? She's, She's four. Four. I was going to say five. So four, just go like, okay, every couple minutes I'll give you a new piece. And just keep adding one. 
just see when she loses her mind. See what happens. <laughs> like you think about that. Like trying to build a puzzle, and you're like, man, because and these pieces are not organized, so it's not like you got a grouping of pieces together. You just got, oh well, we want to buy a house in this neighborhood, and it's got to have a three car garage. All right, cool. We got a couple of pieces. We're missing a whole lot of other stuff. It's like, all right, cool. Neighborhood three-car garage, they're not that common. Should be pretty easy to find. We find the one, the one house in the neighborhood that has the three-car garage. Like, guys, I found it. Let's go look at it. You go look at it. They're like, yeah, it's not for us. Like, what are you talking about? It's in the neighborhood. It has three-car garage. Like, we found it. There isn't another one that's coming along like this. Yeah, but it's just just doesn't feel right. Okay, all right. I found the other one. There's one more. I found it. Found the other house. You go and show it up. Yeah, it's not the one. Clearly, we're missing other pieces of this puzzle, and we have to recognize this. This comes back to where we started with the mindset is if you recognize that we need these pieces to complete the picture, and then we also know what the picture is, then you're going to recognize when you're like, hmm, I'm missing a piece here. Let's go back. And Matt, (laughs) how fast does it turn into I have buyers that are driving me crazy right now? Oh, yeah. It's not I missed. It's so quick to blame them. It's not I missed a question. I missed something that I should have. Like, I'm like, it's just like they're insane. Like, I am showing them what they want and they're not purchasing. And this is a mess and I'm mad. And then they take that all home and they freak out on their family or whoever their loved ones are because they're like, ah, I'm so frustrated with these buyers that I'm working with today. And it's like, just stop and ask more questions. And it is interesting that it can be a common theme with certain real estate agents. It's not like, oh, everybody deals with the situation. There are some that deal with it more than others. And it all comes down to getting on the same page with your clients so that you can help them. You're usually, if that stuff is coming up, you miss something. Yeah. There's something important. Absolutely. And I think there's, here's the other thing. People are like, well, but Garrett, I did all the things. Like we knew the whole thing and it's still not working. It's like, well, the puzzle maybe have changed, right? The yeah. pictures changed a little bit. This isn't a static kind of thing here. This is like 3D puzzle making. Did you ever do those? Did you ever do those 3D puzzles with the foam pieces? And those were fun. I did. I just see now you're going to take me down a rabbit hole. We did New York, the entire island of New York. And you built it by years of changes to the actual island of New York City. And I just did like Big Ben. Like that's that's like legit. Oh, no, this was cool. Because you literally <laughs> started off with all the farmland. And then on that, you built out as the city grew out. You went through years. And then all of a sudden, you had to add in all the buildings. It was really cool. That is really cool. Oh, it's amazing. It was a huge learning lesson. I, that, it sounds like we're going to have to go find that puzzle and do it. So with with these changes, the puzzle changes, this is why certain elements of the process after we get started to paint the picture are important, like our customer service calls, right? I mean, I can't emphasize enough how important a customer service call every week. And this is not the, oh, but I do talk to my clients every week. Of course we talk. We're in the, we're in the midst of doing things. We talk all the time. It's like, but are you taking the time to slow down and have a conversation outside of action items? Meaning a property came on the market. Hey, Garrett, let's go take a look at this property. Oh, let's recap that property tour. Let's talk about, do we want to make an offer? Yes, all those touch points are very important and necessary, but having a space where you can slow down, where there isn't something urgent on you, where you can say, hey, Garrett, how was your weekend, man? How was the fourth? Um, hey, reason the cause is our weekly weekly call to see where we're at, make sure we're on the same page. I just want to go over and just make sure that we got the right criteria things. Has anything changed for you guys? Have you you know been perusing online and seen anything different or maybe certain things? 
when you have these conversations, all of a sudden it's like, yeah, you know what? We were talking and we were, you know, that, that fourth bedroom that we had been, been talking about, we actually really need five now. Oh, really? What do you, what do you mean? It's like, well, you know, Janet is transferring to work from home and we need another office. I was like, oh, okay, great. Well, this, this is a big, this is a big deal. So these are the things that come out in those customer service calls to understand, okay, the puzzles change a little bit. The, the end picture might still be very similar, but maybe it's the shape of the pieces that have changed. And we need to understand that. And if you think about it, like that's that's a big change that's kind of in your face. Like I look at like sure. my my journey of buying a property with my daughter for college. And it was interesting to see what that vision first was when we started, what we thought the picture was. And this is of no fault to my realtor down there because this actually happened before we got connected up with a real estate agent. We made our way to College Station. We were looking around at all the different properties down there. And I'll never forget my daughter. I was watching her body language as we were driving by and looking at certain homes in the area. And I was like, well, what do you think of that house? And she's like, it's good. And then you kind of watch her kind of shrug her shoulders a little bit. She would kind of change and said, what is it that you're not liking about that? She said, I don't like the feeling that people can walk around the house. It was a single family residence that I, in my mind, is what we were going to go down and buy. I was going to buy a single family residence, have a yard. And all of a sudden, she's like, I don't like that feeling that somebody could be outside the walls. Like, I've never seen her get nervous about that type of stuff. But all of a sudden, it was a reality to her. Taking care of a yard. She asked questions about that. Like, do, do I have to take care of the yard in front? I'm like, and in my brain, I'm going like, yeah, I'm like, you can set up a volleyball court out in front. And like, you can have your friends over. And like, <laughs> like, I'm going that route. And she's just like, oh, like, I'm going to be studying. I got to mow it. And mowing it now. And I got to take <laughs> care of it. And it went real quick. It went to, all right, no single family houses. We are now looking for townhomes, condos, shared walls. And that's what we ended up buying was a townhouse that had all the landscaping taken care of through the HOA and all these pieces. Like, and it's like made sense where we ended up, but like we need to get our pictures together and clear up front because very easily, especially for if we had a realtor who wasn't in tune with that stuff and just kept sending us things. And again, she didn't do this because again, we had the right setup, but she very easily could have just been on this path of continuing to send us these single family residents and going like, that's a perfect house. That could be a perfect house. Why aren't they biting on this? Why aren't they seeming more engaged? And they don't know because they're actually causing her stress, you know, and she's not able to light up about it. And, and again, the minute you can figure these things out, all of a sudden you watch your client come to life. Our realtor was great. So I, I don't, again, my experience down there has nothing to do with my experience with the realtor we used. Well, and I think that highlights, you know, a lot of people advocate spending time with buyers, showing a few things and really kind of understanding, hey, is this really what you want and kind of feeling it out. And and that's a situation where I'd say like, how would you know from just the buyer interview that that was the case, right? Like you wouldn't know until all of a sudden you're standing there and you get that feeling. And so feelings do matter, but checking in on them is important so that we know that those changes happen. And that's a great example of it. So this puzzle game, everything can be related to a puzzle. Surprisingly, we went the puzzle around instead of talking about cars. It's a car puzzle, by the way. <laughs> you know, but I, I think hopefully this has helped people kind of think about, oh gosh, this is this is a uh and I'll, I'll say complex situation. And when I say complex, I don't necessarily mean that it's going to be hard because some people are like 2000 
piece puzzle, man, I can crush those things easily. It doesn't change the complexity of it. It's still a very complex puzzle. But if your mindset going into it is in a good position, if you have a plan and a process of how you're going to engage it and work with it as it changes, it does become easy. So yeah, the market could be hard, but maybe you're handling it in a way that makes it easy for you. And these are the things that make it do that. And I'm not saying you have to love puzzles to figure out the real estate market right now, but it is interesting if you've ever done a puzzle with somebody who goes, I love puzzles. Puzzles are so like, I just like watching them come together and see the picture kind of evolve. And then there's other people that are like, I hate puzzles. And you you sit down, you're like, oh, come on, just sit down with us and just like, just you'll you'll enjoy it. You'll have fun with it. Just like, let's just get started. And the whole time they're grumbling as they're putting pieces together and they look over and so-and-so's got a big thing. They're like, oh, great. You built an entire lighthouse. Like, I can't even figure out this over here. Like, I don't like puzzles. And they're just constantly in this mindset. The people that are of that mindset of, I don't like puzzles, keep with my analogy, are going to be a lot of people that might step away from more of a complex real estate industry right now. The ones that can step in and say, I want to figure out this game. I want to figure out what's going on. How do you approach this now? What are all the pieces? What is this picture we're trying to build? And take that mindset of, I love puzzles and put that into your real estate. You're going to do great in these marketplaces coming up, whatever marketplaces in front of us coming up, but it is more complex. The pictures are a little bit more difficult. There are more pieces right now. There are more moving parts. And uh, you just need to be aware of it. Got to be on your game. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. So, well, hopefully you guys are doing well out there and appreciate you joining us on this. If you have comments, thoughts on this episode, just join our Facebook group. Search for The Ninja Selling Podcast on Facebook. Find our group. We post our episodes in there. And so there can be a nice little comment thread below there about your thoughts about the episode, any questions or things that you have as well. And we can dive in there and and share a lot of people have been commenting like, this was a great episode and all that stuff. And so thank you. We really appreciate that. That does make us feel good and feeds our egos in such an, a, a tremendous way. You don't even know. Anybody, <laughs> so any, anytime people reach out to me and say that episode, everybody has to pee was like amazing. It just makes my heart melt. <laughs> I just want to say thank you. Yes, that that is definitely one of Garrett's highlights of, <laughs> of the podcast. I, mine too. I love that episode. It was a great one. We had a lot of fun with that one. So. Well, guys, so check that out. If you want to learn more about Ninja Selling, head over to ninjaselling.com and you can learn about coaching where Garrett and I spend a lot of our time along with 30 other incredible coaches. And you can learn about installations and all that great stuff. And as always, guys, have a fantastic day. Appreciate you for joining us. And we'll catch you on the next one. Thank you, everyone. If you enjoyed today's episode and would like more, visit us at the ninjasellingpodcast.com. There you will also find links for more information about ninja selling and coaching. Have an incredible day.